I wonder if uh, Francois Stein is going to step up and try and drill him. And this one, again, has tremendous length. But the question has to be asked, has Young Stein got the accuracy for the three points that South Africa want? It's high and it's long and it's straight. That is a big score for South Africa. They lead 15 points to six. But South Africa once again in front of President Mbeki on the brink of history. They're about to become world champions. And just as England did four years ago, right on the stroke of full time, they kick it into touch. And John Smith and his team are the winners here in the Stade de France. South Africa are the champions. They've created their own bit of history and the whole of South Africa will be delighted. Mr. Legend World Cup winning coach Jake White on the show this morning. Jake, you've been there. This is the final week in Paris building up to a World Cup. What are the emotions you go through right now? Oh, look, I mean, I'm sure they're all excited, probably bigger than when we were there as well, because this is a chance to win it back to back. So it's uh, something unique for these players. And I think the thing now is to do as, as little as possible. I mean, I don't think you can coach them any more in one week. I don't think you're going to get them fitter in one week. Cut down all the distractions, because you can imagine every guy is phoning everybody now to get tickets and all the players are getting, you know, hounded by people all over about can we come and visit you and which hotel you in and... Mm. So a lot of a lot of that now, Darren. I think that's where you manage it a bit in terms of just making sure that you you do less. I mean, I remember when John Smith, when we were together, John said, you know, this week less is more, and he's 100 percent right. The, the less you do, the more the more I suppose you get out at the end of the week. Because they've had a they've had a brutal run up. I mean, I was looking yesterday, and it said that we have played the five best teams in the world to get to the final. I mean, there was no easy route here. So are we? more battered and bruised than having an easier route like New Zealand we looked hard on Saturday against England that comes on the back of the fact that as you said you had to beat Scotland then you had to beat Ireland you know then you had to beat France you know I mean so we almost played the six nations you know in one month and it becomes tough but at this you know that, that so you what you win in terms of being gun ready and, and battle hardened because you've had such a tough pool you lose a bit in terms of the, the bruising and battering you take so you know the interesting thing I mean a lot of people will have speculations but I remember I actually said to someone when we played in 2007 we played on the Sunday uh, semi-finals and then we played again on the Saturday so we had a shorter turnaround time than, than England did and in this case it's exactly the same the box played on the, you know, on the Saturday and the All Blacks played on a Friday so you know in our case it worked being closer to the next game Mm. Um, but, you know, any way you'll know is that on Saturday when they run out, you see how fresh they are. This week, do you allow conjugal visits from wives and girlfriends? If I'm correct, I think the wives have been there for about <laughs> six, seven weeks already. So <laughs> I, I think I think the reality is I think the sort of culture and homely environment that Rossi is trying to bring there is everyone's got their family, their kids there. You know, so mm. I think maybe that's worked for them because mm. in our case, I mean, I remember it was 16 years ago, so it was a bit different. We only brought our wives and families in towards the back end of the competition. We we needed to win our first couple of games. So, yeah, South Africa done it a bit differently this time. They've had their families the whole time, and it seems to work. You know? But let's not forget this group of players been together for a long time. So you mm. probably find over the last eight years when they started, a lot of them have got married and have had kids. So 
the, the lie of the land is very different to to having a, a bunch of players who don't have young kids or, or are married. Jake, I'm glad you took it back 16 years ago in 2007. I mean, a World Cup winning squad that you coached, of course. Can you give us maybe an idea of the similarities and differences between maybe the squad that won in 2007 and the one that uh, could possibly go back to back this time round? Well, I think the one thing that stands out completely is that the 2007 side basically carried on playing until about 2015. So Mm -hmm. that meant guys like Skulk and Brian and, you know, the list continues, Jean, were all youngsters. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas if you look at the Bok team now, it's the oldest age age team in the competition. So that's a significant difference. But saying that, I mean, that's obviously why they've managed to win these games at the back end of the comp because the experience they've got and the the winning culture they have together has, has definitely been a massive boost. And, and the other significant difference, I've had the same group of coaches now for, for like eight years. So that also helps. You yeah. know, when I took over the box for four years, and then after that, even though the team might have stayed together, uh, most of them for, for 2011, uh, the coaching staff changed. So, as I said, there were there's significant differences. But, I mean, they're champions, and I'm, and I'm sure that that's why they are where they are today, because they... They've got all that experience of winning big tournaments and they've done phenomenally well in all the comps they've played in since they've been together. Do your players that are there at the World Cup, do they phone you and, hey, Jake, what do you think? No, no. I mean, you know, I mean, when they, when they phone and I'm saying when we talk to each other, it's about, it's just about where we are when they're coming back, what they need to do. I mean, as I can imagine, a guy like Kane and Moody, I chatted to him last night. I mean, can you imagine what it must be like for a 20-year-old boy to be involved in, in an environment like that in, and in a competition like this in the final week? I mean, that's just it's yeah. mind-blowing for the youngster. You know, he was he was in matric during the COVID time, didn't play rugby, you know, came literally like a, from nowhere into the box setup, and now he's on the brink of becoming a World Cup winner. And I mean, uh, well, what, what better uh, two coaches can he have on either side of him? He's got Jake Watt and he's got Rasi Erasmus. Yeah, look, I mean, that's kind of you, but as I said, it's just, I, I just get, I mean, it's so nice to see these young boys coming through like that as well. And, and so, you know, the, the, we, we stay in contact, but I also I think it's also important that when they're with the national setup, that they, they get all the attention and they get all the, the mm. sort of backing from the national body. I, 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 I've learned from experience that when I was a national coach, I didn't really enjoy any franchises were too hands on with their players either. Sure. And Jake, Psychologically, when you face the All Blacks as opposed to an England, an Ireland, a France, no matter where those, you know, European teams are in the national rankings, that can be one, two, and three, and All Blacks can be ten. But when you come up against All Blacks, is there a psychological click that happens where you go, this is the All Blacks? Okay, I'm going to just help you there. In my lifetime, I've never seen the All Blacks 10th, but I, but I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think they've ever gone lower than three in their lives, but I mean, it's, uh, but one of the things every Springbok talks about and anyone ever involved in the national setup is you just, you get judged against the All Blacks. I mean, if you can play as many tests and that's wonderful, but you always want to measure yourself against the All Blacks. And, and the nice thing about that is, there's a lot of talk out of the All Black camps in the years I was involved that they they see the Springbok um, clashes as their biggest clashes as well, and mm. you know, it's always nice to know when you're involved with a team like South Africa that they see you as the as the measurement for success, and we see the All Blacks as the measurement of success. So, 
long as that continues, then we know we're on the right page. But, you know, the Haka, for me, I'll just tell you a wonderful story, is that you see they've changed their, they've changed the, the formation of the mm. way they do it now. But what mm. they used to do is they used to stand sort of across the field and they, you'd, be, you'd be able to almost see every player. And one of the things I remember John Smith brought in when we were together, he said, if you're nervous doing the Haka and you don't know what to do and you look like you, you sort of, you, you don't give it away. He said, what you must do is just have a look at the guys at the back of the Haka and generally they don't know the, the Haka. Generally, <laughs> generally, generally you have quite a good giggle. So you don't get intimidated by the guys. <laughs> so they put, like some obviously tweaked that and now, and now they stand so you can't see the guys at the back. <laughs> so they put the newbies at the back then. <laughs> Correct, correct. <laughs> but I mean, the Kiwis are generally good guys, eh? I mean, when we play against England or Australia, I think there's a lot of like personal rivalry there for some reason. But the All Blacks just seem to be good oaks that are just rugby players. Well, I mean, they are. That's a rugby nation through and through. I mean, I, I've told many stories in my time that I was a coach and even when Super Rugby is. You go to New Zealand and you, the lady that cleans your room in the hotel will tell you about the Griquas locks and she'll tell you about the free state centers and she'll tell you about, you know, about the players that are coming through at SA under 21 level. I mean, they, they're unbelievable. They know their rugby and they can talk to you about breakdown and they can talk to you about lineouts and malls and, I mean, they live, sleep and eat rugby and, and that's probably why we have such a great respect for them. And I think to be fair, that's probably why they have a great respect for us because you know, consistently throughout the World Cups, we've been there and thereabouts as one of the top teams. Now, Jake, just take us into the, the change room five minutes before kickoff on finals day. What do you say to the team? What's the What goes on there? One thing I did when we were there is I just highlighted the fact about how enormous that honor is of becoming a World Cup winner. And, and I think now, you know, that's the that's the one thing that you have an opportunity to write a bit of history, in your, you know, and, and you can determine the history with, with, uh, with your name in that in that history book. So it's one of those weeks I think takes care of itself. There's not many motivational speeches you have to give. Just explain to them the magnitude of what, what is, is possible and also just more importantly get them to be composed you know, and calm because there's so much emotion that's going to come out in the next you know, five days. You don't need to, to add fuel to the fire. This year alone, New Zealand have won one against us. We've more recently won against them. Is it making it hard to predict because you know both of them have, uh, have had uh, victories against the other? Well, World Cup finals are always hard to predict. I mean, you look at the history of the World Cup, there are not many that are runaway victories. Uh, you know, we convincingly beat England in 2007 in the pool stages, and I think people thought we would, we would sort of smash them in the final, and, and, you know, we never scored a try and, and struggled to win that game until the, the death mm-hmm. when France will stay and kick the long range penalty. So, whatever's happened before and whatever's happened this year, last year, 10 years ago, last World Cups are irrelevant. It's all about what happens in, in those 80 minutes. And we have got a team that's on the top of its game. They've got a lot of experienced players. All Blacks probably have got a 50-50 squad, a lot of juniors and a lot of guys who who are coming to the end as well. So I suppose it just depends where that graph meets. You know, we, we, is, are they going to catch us because they've got a couple more younger guys that are that are hungry? Mm-hmm. You know, they always talk about some players that have never won it, always push themselves hard. It's like a heavyweight champion boxer. The one who lives in the Bronx and never had anything is much tougher than the one who's won and lives in Hollywood. So mm. that, that is, that is for me, is, is the measurement for the weekend. But you're right. No one can call it. World Cup finals always 
it pulls people all over the world to go and have a look at, at big games. This is no no bigger game than this one. Jake, just on a on a personal note, um, I remember was there any truth in rumor that you got a Jeppy Boys uh, tattoo on you on your on your bum? <laughs> I have. I have, I have. It's not a rumour. It's it's not true. Jeffy boys. <laughs> and then and then after the World Cup, you got the Springboks tattooed on your bum. That's it. That's it. Okay, so <laughs> now. Wait me long before. Wait me long. I'll get the bulls one day. No, I'm just wondering because because your bum must look like a a, a larpa in Benoni. <laughs> Yeah, listen, let, let me explain to you, Darren. It used to be a small tattoo. It's massive now. <laughs> Life is long. <laughs> All those flags. All right, Jake, thank you very much for your time, sir. We're honored to have you on. No, it's a pleasure, guys. Thank you, and enjoy the rugby on the weekend. And uh, all the best for your blow buller. Thanks so much. We, we hope so. you come second after the Stormers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, this is when I've got to say goodbye. Have a good day. <laughs> Ciao, Jake. Take bye. care. Thank bye. you, Jake. Bye.